Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and recognize their continuing connection to land, waters, and community. We pay our respects to them and their cultures and to elders both past and present. Let's pass the chase. We know social media. And we're here to answer your questions about it. Think of us as your social media dolly doctor, your go-to gals, your secret weapon. Let's get to it. Hello, we are Social Cut and this is our podcast where we answer your social media questions. We help small businesses and the digitally curious tackle social media challenges. I'm Paula Arucho. I'm an account manager at Social Cut. And joining me today is the inimitable Zane C. Weber. That's me. I am inimitable. It is true. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Zane, what is the weirdest slash best thing that you've seen on the internet this week? The weirdest slash best thing I've seen on the internet this week. I've actually really enjoyed... Now, I've joined TikTok as as people are during COVID. <laughs> and I've really enjoyed... I've, I've found my way into musician TikTok... And there is a series of challenges there where composers will like play a little bit of a song um, and say like response lyrics and then other composers have to sing along and create lyrics that fit in with their music and their words. So that's what I've been kind of binging this week. Oh, that's so interesting. So is it like the musical and digital works in digital media can't say digital? is that like the musical and digital version of that game that you used to play as a child where you'd write a sentence or two at the top and then yeah. you'd have to like roll it down and then at the end you had this weird story because you passed it around the table. So, so it's like one person who says, hey, put some lyrics to my music and I'll uh, I'll like the best one. I'll retweet the next one or re- repost the next one. Oh. And then they play like a whole song saying like, uh, what do you mean? Song, 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 song. And then people will insert their own lyrics to that music. Yeah. And so oh. you get like seven different or 70 different versions of the same song. That is so fun. Yeah, I it is fun. I love that. I love that. I, I like finding my way into different sides of TikTok because I'm not, I'm not, I don't particularly fit into any one category that TikTok <laughs> likes to think that people fit into. So ah. I get a lot of different art TikTok and, and uh, car TikTok and which TikTok is also a fun one. Which TikTok? Which TikTok? Now, this is a part of TikTok I myself am unfamiliar with to my great embarrassment. Can you please tell me about which TikTok? Just for a minute before yeah, we start the so podcast. Yeah, it's so just, it's just like, uh, like casting spells or like the history behind tarot or um, crystals or like building a witch hut. There's a, a, a woman on there who has been diagnosed with terminal cancer and her mission before she basically gets too weak to... Um, too weak to complete it is to build uh, this traditional witch hut, um, which basically means aligning it in certain ways and certain practices to build the foundations and whatever. It's really interesting. That is really cool. Yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> Mine is much less inspiring. Um, 
I recently discovered, well, not recently discovered, I recently rediscovered my love for the Instagram account Classical Cringe. Ah, yes. Yeah, it's a good one. It's um, for those who aren't in the know, please, please do follow them on Instagram. It's a, a meme page and it's classical paintings with like texts overlaid over them. It's it's great. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Memes inspired by classical paintings. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it is me to a T. <laughs> <laughs> um, alrighty. So this week we have a question from Ash and their question is, is having a podcast an effective and cheap way to promote my business? So seeing as this came in, I have no choice but to ask you, Zane, because you are in fact the pod father himself mm. mm-hmm. that's how I, that's what that's that's what they say it's your official title and you have how many podcasts in the that's not kind of network currently uh in the network we have 66 mm-hmm. i think at the moment with another about another well, it's about 20 on the way um in at some stage of production um and then i work as a podcast consultant for businesses as well so mm-hmm. yeah, that's so you're kind of an expert <laughs> yes, I, I'm, I'm comfortable calling myself a podcast expert as, mm-hmm. as much as podcast experts exist in the world today uh, because they it currently change, it changes day to day what podcasts are doing. Yeah, that's true. It's one of those emerging industries. So mm. you are definitely an expert in it. It's just that your title kind of doesn't exist in a formal sense yet. Yes, so it's there hard is to... no bachelor's degree of podcasting or yes. master's in podcasting yet. Yet. Just wait. I will get my honorary doctorate one day. You will. <laughs> what you have to do is like do something for 10 years and then write a, is it an exegesis or a thesis? No, it is a doctorate. Mm. You have to write your PhD. You like it's do an a actual, whole thing. Yeah. But honorary means I don't have to do any of that. They just give it to me because of my, my contributions to the field. <laughs> Could I technically give you an honorary doctorate? Could I just put doctor on a sticky note and put it on your door and then... As much as I'd appreciate that, I do think it has to be some sort of in, um, institution of learning. Are you telling me that I'm not an institution of learning? I don't think you are. I, uh, To be fair, I haven't examined your <laughs> credentials. So I can't say that you're not. <laughs> um, all right, podcasts. So podcasts. <laughs> I suppose my first question is with relation to Ash's question to us. Mm-hmm. We've seen a huge explosion in the number of podcasts that are being produced and that are out there and also in consumption rates, particularly since COVID started. What do you think is so good about podcasting as a medium for businesses? It gives you a chance to personalize um, the relationship you have with your customers. A business podcast, if you're looking for either new customers or to communicate with your current customers, it's going to like... I always tell people, you know how official restaurant uh, Twitter, um, basically, they represent the band and, and they always go viral when they have interesting things to say. Podcasting is a little like that is it gives a personality to your business. Now, that doesn't always mean that you're going to be funny and generate memes, but what it does mean is that your customers know who they're going to, not just what they're going to you for. So when it comes to like, are they useful for businesses? Yes, if you use them correctly. Like if you just use them as like a place for blogging, if you just treat it like a blog, an audio blog, you'll get some use out of that, but that's really not the power of podcasting. The power of podcasting is personalizing your brand um, and reaching people who want 
to do business with someone like you. Um, and that's really, uh, is there a great way to expand your reach and to let people know what and who they are doing business with? So it sounds like podcasting is useful for businesses because they're talking to an audience whose needs they already fulfill by mm. nature of their business and the service offering or the value offering. And now they're adding an extra layer on top of that and saying, this is what differentiates us between our competitors. This is who we are and you'd want to work with us because of not just their service and all. um, It's like doing business with a friend of a friend. So you, if you, people who listen to you think that they know you. So when they say, oh, I, if you, if you're doing a podcast about classic cars and someone says, oh, I need, I need to, I need to go buy a classic car. They're like, I know this guy who does classic cars. I'm going to go to him. Oh, okay. So it's also a way, much like social media, it's not just a way to personally get to know and engage your audience. It's also a way to create social proof and trust. Absolutely. Okay. And to build that relationship in a much more familiar way. Because, I mean, if you think about it, podcasting, I feel, is quite an intimate medium. It definitely is because they're in your head. Mm -hmm. And speaking, (laughs) speaking as a podcaster you do get people who think that they know you just because they have listened to you on your podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I sense it, there's a story behind uh, that. It's, it's, not a, it's not a negative story. It's just people come up to me and I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't know. I don't remember meeting you. They're like, oh, we haven't met before. I'm like, <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you for listening to my podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, they're very, very familiar. And I, I, that, that's kind of the, what podcasting can do it can give a personality to your business. Um, and it can also in that personality could be an industry leader. So you positioning yourself as an industry leader or as your friendly neighborhood naturopath that everyone can come to with their problems. Um, and it's really that, that is where you kind of have to figure out what the personality of your business is and what kind of how your personal presentation fits into that before you produce a podcast right so I suppose on the subject of that you have to align the brand values of your business as well as your business voice with a genre of podcast is that right so what are some of the genres of business podcast then one of the big ones is advice now say you have say you have a tiling business now tiling business doesn't really lend itself to a podcast because people but people who are going to be tiling are usually <clears throat> going to be doing it once. Mm-hmm. They're going to tile it, tile their house, and they're not even going to look at tiling for another 10 years. Oh, so you have to have a business model that essentially is a, a recurring need? Yes. So, but then a tiling business or a tiler could start a tiling advice podcast for other tiling businesses Ah. or contractors who you might want to communicate to. So advice is one of the really big ones. Um, If you're in an industry where there is a lot of information being thrown out, so if you're like a catering company, you could be doing something along recipes and food-based sort of things. Um, So those are advice. Um, If you're doing a business podcast where you have... Where you, where you are basically advertising yourself, that is where you would probably do an interview podcast with your clients um, saying, so this is a person that we have 
done business with and then you examine that relationship what they needed what you provided how that goes for them oh so that's almost like it's almost like when people do case study posts um, and articles on LinkedIn yes yeah okay. absolutely um, and that of course is good for the guest because they raises their profile and good for your business because it shows that you can follow up with what you what you pertain to do what you say you can do and then finally the other big one is um profile podcasts so say you are the head of the head of uh auto sellers in queensland and you want to position yourself in the industry as an industry leader and a thought leader you would start a podcast to examine what it is you do, what you think about on a day-to-day basis, talking to other people in the industry so that it's kind of a networking tool within the industry to basically show off what you can do, what you offer and who you are. Right. So in any of those three, four? Uh, so ad- advice and then we have the actual business mm-hmm. podcast and then we have the uh thought leader or profile podcast. Okay, so in any of those three podcast genres for businesses, they could be either B2B or B2C, is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Ideally, a podcast is made for both other businesses and for your customer base uh, and will have something to offer both of them. Usually, uh, even if you have a B2B podcast, if a customer listens in, they're going to feel like they have inside knowledge about your business and your inner workings, which may then increase their likelihood of coming to you because they know how you work. Mm. Yeah. Okay, that's great. Um, so I suppose, next big question, how do you make money off of podcasts? Let's talk about the direct ways first. Okay, uh, so direct ways you mean publish a podcast get revenue from that podcast yeah as opposed to an indirect way where it's like the industry leader podcast where Mm -hmm. you position yourself as an industry leader you network and that means that you get either a whole heap of b2b clients in or you are able to expand your network to increase your sure making money off podcasts is difficult Mm. especially when they start out you really you're not going to be making money off a podcast immediately right Um, so just to go back to our initial question, mm-hmm. while it may be effective, it may not be cheap in the short term because you're going to have yeah. to invest a lot of time, effort, possibly equipment as well to get this started. Yeah. So this is not a, this isn't a short term solution and it's possibly not something that you can do and immediately see results from. I mean, you can immediately see results from a podcast. They won't be in the form of cash money. Mm. Um so when you the way to make money off podcasts is you can add you can put ads in there you can get sponsorships from um businesses who want to appear in your podcast and that can all go towards paying for a podcast but when it comes to actually earning money you're going to need a very established audience or a very engaged audience in a very specific niche um, where you have advertisers who want to reach that specific niche and are willing to pay for it. Right. And I, from my understanding with the advertising industry, it seems to be that you can generate the most revenue if you have an extremely niche audience, which is interesting because, you know, logic would dictate that the bigger your audience, the more money you can possibly get for them, from them, rather. Yeah. 
It really depends because it's kind of like influencer marketing. If you have the conversion rate of a very niche audience is very engaged, might be somewhere up between 50 and 80%, where a really broad audience that is not particularly interested in your one product that you're marketing to them, it might be 5 to 15%. Mm. So it's, yeah, it's really... It's re- is really interesting and it's changing all the time because there are a lot of there's a lot of money being put into podcasting at the moment in trying to monetize it. So it is it's a it's an interesting time to get into podcasting, but like not everyone's going to be Joe Rogan and be able to sell their podcast rights for a hundred million dollars. Mm. Yeah, I suppose uh, touching on Joe Rogan, that's also something that we should probably flag just in case you think that. And I'm not saying this isn't possible. Stranger things have happened, but unless you are someone like Joe Rogan or someone like Chris Ramsey, who runs this amazing podcast that I love called Shagged, Married, Annoyed, now they had over a million subscribers, I think, in less than three months. Yep. That is unlikely to be you unless you already have a pre-existing huge audience and following. Yeah, and really they're not business podcasts no they're entertainment ones they're media podcasts so they're 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 producing content for people to consume and enjoy business podcasts are a great way for businesses to create content which they can then disseminate in other means as well so tying it into your social media tying it into um, any youtube presence that you have um, tying it into your marketing when you talk to big clients you might be able to negotiate a client a client relationship better if you say hey we've got a podcast could you come on and talk about what it is that you do to our listeners mm. um, and that's a great way to kind of um, give your clients a feeling of prestige because you want to learn about them mm. yeah that's true so seeing as we've touched on it let's talk about podcasting and leveraging that with social media. Now, we do have to come back to the indirect ways that we'll make money. We've sort of touched on that already. But in terms of leveraging social media and podcasts, Mm -hmm. I know that you pointed out a very interesting example to me. Um, Earth.offline. Yes, Earth.offline. On Instagram. Yeah, Yeah. can you tell us a bit about that? So Earth.offline is a podcaster but is basically an ecocentric social media Um, consultant so what they do really well is they use every minute of their podcast content as content for their social media to grow their audience on instagram on facebook etc etc and so that they are really a great object or case study when it comes to using podcasts in conjunction with social media because they're what they want to give to the world they include in the make sure to include in the podcast so that they can then turn around and put it back out on social media and tie the two in together yeah and i think that social media should never be seen as this add-on to a business i think it's always got to be an expression of the business of the business's voice and it's got to be both cohesive and then and it's got to be cohesive now the thing is none of us have the same number of hours in a day as Beyonce, despite what the mugs say. I mean, <laughs> it's it's just not true. You know, as a small business owner, people have a million things to do and Instagram just, everyone knows that it's important, but it's such a content hungry machine. Mm. And so I think it's really important that you pointed out that you 
are able to take podcast content and then turn it into social media content and vice versa. There is this thing called evergreen content and it's repurposing Mm -hmm. it and leveraging it so that not only are you engaging your audience every step of the way through both mediums, but you are telling them, hey, this is the value that I offered. See it here, see it here. Here's an example of something that I can give you. And it's, you're putting valuable content out there. It's not just like, buy this please. yeah absolutely mm. um the uh, the idea behind a podcast is like you were saying social media is meant to be an expression of of your business and uh an interaction podcasting is an extension of that once more because you have a human voice there social media can sometimes feel like you're being spoken to by a business or by a computer whereas podcasting is an actual human voice that you are putting behind your business so if you share that on social media that will help personalize and and make your audience feel like they have a personal relationship with the business yeah in a much more as we were saying before uh, in a much more intimate and familiar way than social media may perhaps be able to do in the very beginning looping back to our question is having a podcast an effective and cheap way to promote my business? Now, we've talked about direct ways to make money, which mm-hmm. unfortunately it's not immediate, so we're playing a long game with this. It does sound so far, from what you've said, that this is an effective way to promote your business by engaging your audience mm-hmm. and getting new customers, be they B2B or B2C. Yeah. Let's talk about both indirect ways to make money and if that means that this can be considered cheap. Sure. The best way to consider a business podcast to start with is what you want to get out of it. Mm. If you want to increase sales or if you want to increase the, I guess, the strength of the relationship you have with your current customers, or if you want to position yourself as, uh, as, uh, and I guess, yeah, again, that B2B, if you want to strengthen your relationship with other businesses Podcasting can be a really efficient way to do that because it doesn't take a lot of know-how to talk into a microphone. Mm. The back end of things can get a little messy, but it really is, once you've got it set up and you're just talking into a microphone, everyone knows how to have a conversation. Um, or at least if you're if you're interfacing with clients, you know how to talk to a client, you know how to talk to a coworker, and a podcast can capture some of that. Um, indirect ways that you can make money off podcast is if you have a product, which is you talking. So say you are a, you run seminars or you, you teach or whatever, a podcast is a great way to give a sample of what you do and what you offer and then send your audience back to the, the full product basically. Or you do things adjacent to your product that you can then send them back t- towards what you actually are trying to sell them. Um, uh, client, yeah, client retention as well. If you can talk to your clients, ask them onto your podcast to give them some free advertising as well. That that is a way, an indirect way to make money off podcasts. Uh, again, you it is the success of making money off a podcast is tied into how you approach podcasting to start with and how you integrate it into your marketing, a kind of repertoire. I would say. Okay, now talking about kind of the expenses Mm -hmm. setup costs aren't 
particularly huge. You don't need a fancy microphone to run a podcast. Nope. You don't even need to pay for software. I mean, Audacity is free to download. It's fairly simple to use. Absolutely. You can use... Okay, well, look, your pla- <laughs> your free Dropbox subscription is probably going to run out fairly soon because audio files are much bigger than other ones. But it's reasonably low costs. The reason why I personally would say that and correct me if I'm wrong, Zane, mm-hmm. but that I would say that podcasting isn't exactly cheap is because of the amount of labor and effort involved, particularly in that beginning, and particularly because it is a long game in most cases. Definitely. There is <laughs> there is a rule that I've come across um, in helping people create podcasts in that it's I call it the three-episode rule. If you mm-hmm. get past three episodes and you're still keen for podcasting, you'll be fine. The third episode is when people like, this is really taking up a lot of my time. Um, and so that is that is something that you need to take into account. And when you, when you set out, it's like, okay, I'm happy to spend this much time to create this podcast. And if it takes longer than that, then you have to look at ways of either cutting down that time or, or perhaps, yeah, looking at something else. Lay, the labor of sitting down and having a chat is maybe one third of the work that goes into a podcast. You also then have to edit it. But the the real hidden effort is the guest wrangling, figuring out <laughs> yes. who, when, why, and actually getting them into a space with you to have this chat. That is the hard, that is the real hidden, hidden work in podcasting. Yeah. Um, I, I run a podcast. I don't know if you know this same, <laughs> um, but listeners of social snippets may not. So um, I run a podcast myself and we were having a chat recently, Zane, and I was saying how I create episodes that are between 30 to 45 minutes in length. Now, I spend roughly three times that amount of time on editing. Um, I do show notes at the same time. So so I spend about two and a quarter hours on show notes and editing per episode now that does not include guest wrangling and as you pointed out to me which I didn't realize but this is so typically me um, I have chosen the most difficult intersection of podcast types because I am (laughs) one person running the podcast and Mm -hmm. I have a different guest almost every time so that means that although I do have repeat guests it's not like I can batch record podcasts with the same person yeah I have to (laughs) wrangle a whole heap of people and I think I worked out that for each episode it takes me roughly six hours of effort in terms of admin so wrangling guests Mm -hmm. sending emails um, sending thank yous afterwards setting up times both with the studio and with the guest so yeah um, I'd say that if you're thinking about starting a podcast I wouldn't say that anyone should not do it, but you know, go into it with open eyes. Know that this isn't a small investment of your time and it's mm. going to be ongoing. And know that you're going to have to commit to that per episode. And so starting out with a weekly podcast is possibly <laughs> not the greatest idea unless you do have the capacity to do that and then double that for the first bit because launching the podcast requires, I you, would you say... You have to invent the wheel. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I advise a lot of my clients to, at the outset, commit to a limited run. So say I'm going to have six episodes and how, whether they're going to be weekly or whether they're going to be fortnightly or monthly, you have an end date then where you can reassess and say, okay, so I figured this out now. I'm happy to go no end date. Let's just go weekly from now on because we've got it all set down or you might get to that six and go this was way way past what I was willing to invest in this 
So I think that six episodes is going to be my my limit. That being said, those six episodes, if they're valuable and quality content, you can keep using them um, to promote your business. So if, if a client comes to you with a question that you've answered in one of your episodes, you can say, here's the answer. But if you want to hear me talk about it for 40 minutes, just send them the link to the episode and like, this is, this is something that I've got there for you. Yeah. And that means you can also periodically do updates or something. Yeah, absolutely. So you could say, oh, well, let's say I was talking about Facebook ads and I did an episode on Facebook ads as we have done with social mm-hmm. snippets, a brief overview. And I said, oh, well, things have changed in Facebook. Let me do another one and say, okay, we've already covered the basics. Now here's how things have changed. And that means that you're creating even more value add and you're also giving the social proof. Mm-hmm. And you're also giving the proof that you as a business are keeping up to date, that you are reliable and that you know what you're talking about. And once you have that feed set up, if you do something particularly remarkable, like if you're going to be the keynote speaker at some big convention and you feel like that needs an announcement of sorts, you already have that feed set up so that you can record a podcast about what you're going to be doing and what you're going to be doing there. And then you can include that as part of a press kit. As, yeah. yeah, as as sending it out. So once you have the the initial architecture of a podcast set up, you can use that again in the future, regardless. Um, assuming that you host it yourself, but that that's technical jargon that you don't really need to know about. <laughs> um, all right. So to round us out, Zane, um, can we talk a bit about how the industry has changed recently and what's shaping it now? So if Ash does decide that, yep, this does sound like uh, something that they want to do to promote their business. It sounds, if not cheap, maybe it is cheap. Maybe they don't have the money, but they do have the time to invest. Mm-hmm. And it does sound like an effective way to engage. What would they need to know about the way that the industry is evolving and where it's coming from? Okay, so podcasts are set up in a way that, similar to a blog, they are free for anyone to have and produce if they have the capability to do so. What that means is that there is no hard and fast measuring of your podcast metrics. Oh, on that note, actually, something which frustrated me when I started and definitely annoyed all of us (laughs) at Social Cut because we are so into, because social media is all about, you have to look at the data Mm. and you have to make sure that, I mean, if you're just putting things out there, if it's a personal account, sure, great. Like you're creating and that's wonderful. But as a business, you have to look at the data, you have to look at the feedback and then the limited amount of feedback that podcasts offer in terms of subscribers versus downloads versus actual listens Mm -hmm. and the decentralization of that information was incredibly frustrating for us because that's just not how we're used to working. You know, this we're used to committing something committing to something and going, this is how we can optimize it. This is the patterns we're noticing. How do we both be creative and analytical at the same time? How yeah. do we make this a thing? And that is that is something that a lot of companies are putting a lot of money into trying to fix mm-hmm. now. Um, unfortunately, that means that the the podcasting sphere is getting a little bit more restricted there are a lot of big big media companies um trying to section off parts of podcasting for that to make them exclusive so what what big media companies are we talking about? we're talking uh luminary we're talking well we're actually talking spotify and apple themselves Mm. um 
we referenced Joe Rogan before. Spotify has just signed uh, Joe Rogan to go exclusively with Spotify. He was explicitly against Spotify for his entire podcasting career, but $100 million was the magic number. Um, Look, I feel like $100 million could change a lot of minds, <laughs> yeah. to be fair. I don't hold that against him. He was, uh, I believe he was earning around between three dollars and $400,000 an episode from his sponsorships. Goodness me. It was a lot of money. Um, but what that means is that Spotify will have his exclusive his show exclusively in a couple of months. Mm. Now Spotify are not charging for that yet, but they will. Um, they are currently buying up these big podcast producers, very popular podcasters, and getting their exclusive rights so that they can eventually charge people to listen to the podcast. That is the shape of what podcasting is in the future. Interesting. So it's going to go in the way of there's free-to-air TV and there's Foxtel. Yes. And you buy and like Netflix, there's going to be this competition to see who gets the contracts for whatever amount of time for yep. those shows. Okay. Except podcasts will never be restricted. There's no way to restrict the uh, the current architecture of podcasts and what they do themselves there will be parts of them that might then that might affect listenership and the shape of the landscape but it will never you'll it'll never only be spotify or apple and you have to pick one between the two and you only get those shows on spotify and only those shows on apple there will always be this this big set of podcasts in the middle of the big giants that anyone can listen to at any time at least i don't think they can do that yet who knows? Uh, <laughs> what that means for business podcasts is business podcasting is going to become just like any other marketing tool for, for a business. If, it, if you're finding a return on it, it's always going to be there for you to find a return on. And it is a, a really, and I think it's a really cheap way to generate content for social media marketing. Um, a podcast is great by itself, but it really finds, for a business, it really finds its power in conjunction with social media. That's true. I think that podcasting and social media is quite comparable because you can cheaply create content. The problem is not creating the content to start with. The problem is the continuation of that yeah. and the yeah. curation and making sure that you know, you're constantly stepping up and are taking it upon yourself to invest the time and effort. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that that is all that we have time for, but is there anything else you wanted to say? Uh, start a podcast. <laughs> Honestly, um, uh, bi- podcasting is my business, and so I do have a vested interest in more people starting podcasts. <laughs> Disclaimer. But even if you don't start a podcast with me, the more people who start podcasting and make a podcast and produce content, the more control the podcasters will have over the shape of podcasting in the future. So I think definitely if you can find some value in it, try it. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, well, thank you so, so much for coming on and for sharing your information. It's my pleasure. I love talking about podcasting. <laughs> thank you so, so much for coming on and for sharing your wisdom and your expertise with us. I really appreciate it, Zane. You're very welcome. Anytime. Oh, <laughs> anytime. <laughs> sure. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> But not right now. I have to record another podcast. (laughs) Um, Thank you so much to you for listening. If you have a social media problem, we'd love to help. Send us your questions through the portal on our website and through Instagram. Thanks to Zane at That's Not Canon Productions for producing the podcast, who happens to be sitting across from me. That's me. me. (laughs) 
And thank you to you for listening. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast. It helps other people find us. Until next time, guys. Bye. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.